You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Think you understand PBMs? What's a PBM? Oh, for crying out loud. If you're asking that question, this podcast isn't for you. This is the... I'm just asking what a PBN is. It's PBM. M as in manager. Pharmacy benefit manager. PBM. Got it? Well, sure, but what's a PBM? This is the More On PBMs podcast with host... Pharmacy benefit manager? Huh? Sounds complex. With host, Kyle Fields, CEO of AppProRx. So it's like about drugs and stuff. This podcast digs into the dark corners of the unregulated PBM business practices and sets the record straight. It's a podcast about records. Drugs and records? Huh? And now, here's our host, Kyle Fields. I'm still a bit confused about the records and the drugs. Can you explain? Hey, if you are not a Pharmacy Podcast Network listener, I welcome you. And this is an amazing podcast to be listening to because on June 14th of 2021, Kyle Fields and the AppRx team launched their very first podcast episode called Moron PBMs, powered by AppRx. And since then, we've had amazing guests to follow that launch episode up. And that was with Paul Siegert, and uh, he's a managing partner of PCS Advisors. And what an interesting story to really bring the Wall Street Journal aspect into it and how um, benefits uh, are changing, not only in the pharmacy benefit realm, also uh, general insurance and what's expected of patient care is rising and it's it's getting, I wouldn't say more complicated, but I guess there's definitely more value in this. And I'm excited to um, to welcome back to your show, Kyle. Uh, Kyle Fields, the one and only CEO of AppRx. Kyle, I've really enjoyed this so far. Thanks for, uh, thanks for making it back and for giving us another show. Definitely, Todd, it's my pleasure. It's good to be here. I'm glad we got a great guest uh, lined up here today. Um, I think we're going to, we're going to knock it out of the ballpark here. And, uh, so that guess with, um, without further ado is, is Mike Baldzicki. Um, he's a, he's a executive vice president at Acela health, uh, a close personal friend of mine, uh, mover and shaker in the industry and, uh, having him on here, I think will not only enlighten, uh, me a little bit more about what he does, even though we, APRO just partnered with Acela health and we're happy to, to, uh, to reannounce that again. And as we as we grow, I think all the listeners here will notice the the solutions and, and recognize the solutions that are available in the marketplace that maybe they weren't aware of, uh, you know, prior to today. So, Mike Balzicki, go ahead, uh, say hello to the world. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, guys. Uh, really excited to be on today's podcast again. I think you know where we are at in regards to the pharmacy benefit management world. Of disruption and innovation is key uh, in today's and in, in future trends that we're going to see really shift and shape uh, as we kind of not only address price but various sectors in this world uh, that are you know obviously a moving price in different quadrants of uh, especially pharmacy to retail mail sectors uh, with uh, you know self-insured markets to help brands. 
Definitely. And, and right before we got on the podcast, we were talking about, you know, things we've done in the past, things maybe you have wrote, written in the past, especially in the Specialty Pharmacy Times. Uh, you and my, my dad were, were, were way ahead of the game. You know, my dad always called it uh, the Braveheart model, you know, uniting the clans, you know, uniting the, 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 the sectors of the, of the industry to fight against the real enemy, the, you know, the big PBMs and the oligarchs of, of, the, of the pharmacy industry. We all know who the real, you know, the real, I'll say, enemy is. It's, it's, it's the status quo. It's the inertia uh, that's, that's in this industry. And if we can't fight it alone, as we as we grow and we stop being so gosh darn hard to work with each other and realize that, yeah, by definition, we could be considered competitive, but we're really not. We know, you know, who who we are targeting. We know those the, the big three, four PBMs out there that control, you know, 80 plus percent of the marketplace. And the more we work together and 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 and, and I would say even not stay in our lanes, but but not reinvent the wheels. That's what I'm trying to say. So Acela Health does things so much better than what APRO was doing as far as what we were trying to build. And I thought, you know, I'm being too hard to work with. We need to find somebody that's already doing this, partner with them and, and, and grow, make that better vehicle. You know, vehicle, that's a good analogy. So Ford doesn't make the radio. Ford doesn't make the transmission. Ford doesn't make the, the fuel injectors. Each one of those separate companies make those. They don't have their own tanning, you know, uh, rooms for the leather seats, but they go out and they find the Bose speakers, the Sony speakers, the, the farms, the, the Edelbrocks of the world that, and find the best parts to make that one true vehicle. Because most people have, have ridiculed APRO in a way because, well, you don't own your own specialty. Well, you don't own your own processors. Like, well, Sam Adams for a long time did not own their own distilleries, if you will. They, they rented from InBev, but they were a publicly traded company. Ford, you know, it does not make their own tires. Michelin does or, or, or any of the other tire make Goodyear. And but what they do is they find the best partners to make that that true vehicle, that 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 complete piece so they can deliver an amazing product for, you know, for their customers. And that's what we're trying to do. And we definitely think that that Acela Health and especially Mike is, is not just a he's not just the steering wheel or or, you know, maybe a radio button now, but he's a, there's a transmission there, a true power plant to, to making sure that APRO can grow because this industry each and every day. And I, I was maybe a little more passionate 10 years ago. And I still think I'm kind of passionate now, but it makes me sick. It, I was, as, as Gary Burbank used to say, you know, what makes me sick. You know, what makes so anger. I'd rather just go down snorkeling down at the local class three sewage plant. What's the PBM practices of the world? You know, Anthony, or, uh, uh, Tony Chacha came out with an article today on LinkedIn about how uh, the CVS is spending millions upon millions of dollars still hiding where the extra $224 million payments came from and, and, and why CVS pharmacies are being paid more than, than independent pharmacies. It's just what they do. It's their practices. So one thing that we've done is, is, as a PBM to fight these and to make sure pharmacies are still our friend is partnering with, with an Acela Health for better rebates, for better specialty service. You know, hey, Mike, if, we're gonna, if you spend $100,000 on a... Uh, on a car, you would want a certain level of pomp and circumstance, would you not? Of course. So tell us a little bit about how Acela Health, you know, 
partners with with PBMs like us and and others in the other types of industries in the pharmacy space to provide that level of white glove service for the patients because gosh darn it they're the ones that made it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've you know even taken a, a couple of steps back, Kyle. I mean, I, I think you bring up a good point in regards to you know finding uh, you know organizations like ourselves to collaborate and partner. Um, you know, people partner every day, but you know the the true meaning of partnership is aligning on the core values and and almost the, the vision quest that you're on to kind of provide that disruption and innovation in healthcare that's needed these days. You know, I, I think we're here because the market's speaking to us. You know, uh, you know, 10 years ago, 15 year, years ago, things just got paid for. People didn't blink an eye. They, they you know, molded around the, the traditional PBM model and, and just said, I'm just going to leave it here and, and, and trust that it's being taken care of from a cost solutions to service and quality to the patient member engagement. That's not happening anymore. And I think we're seeing disruption and innovation speak to the market that, you know, equals to what our partnership really brings. And that's innovation, pricing transparency, and, and that quality adherence uh, to the member. And, 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 and again, what's happening in this space is the self-insured, right? We have employer groups, we have TPAs, we have mid-market health plans that typically can no longer confront the burden of price, uh, price of transparency and price rising in their traditional PBM model. It just cannot exist anymore. They'll go bottom up uh, in, in three years of their agreement that may exist. So again, I think that collaboration is just not about a partnership, but two organizations of leadership that come together and, and really believe in the vision of disrupting the normalcy that's going on in PBM environment to you're really equating a trade, a, a pricing concession that really saves money in this area of focus, especially around specialty pharmacy, patient engagement, and clinical programs. But Mike, I mean, how could you possibly compete in this space when you guys are so small compared to these big? you know, entities that are out there. I mean, you're, you're, you're a really small company, right? You put, you, you run this out of your garage. No, you know what, uh, you know, it, it's not about necessarily how small you may be, but you know, the impact you have, uh, particularly when you're servicing the, the, the patients, right. Um, you know, we, we started off in, in 2009 and grew our business quite exceptionally. And, and again, I think, again, you know, you, you can be small, uh, but you can be big in, in who you partner with. And I think that collaborating uh, component of what we do across, you know, partners like you and other ones we formed in this industry makes our impact in the market more viable uh, and it's more of a solution than your typical PBM component. Yeah. And Todd, I think he's being modest. I know that Acela, you know, with under Mike's leadership has grown to a nine figure company. Now it's not a 10, 11 figure company, publicly traded company with a huge, you know, publicly traded market cap with seemingly unlimited funds, but he's the largest company probably in his region, you know, and, 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 and with revenue that, 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 that dwarfs, you know, most of the other industries and, and, and companies in, in his, in his region, you know, cause medicine's expensive and revenue's high. My old saying was I want one half of 1% of the PBM industry. That makes me a $2 billion company. So the companies may appear to be small, but that's only because that's what our competition's saying about us. Oh, they can't do it. Our buying power is great. Really, if your buying power is so great, why are my rates going up? How are they doing better? Maybe it's not because bigger is better, but maybe because there's just two different philosophies here at play. And where, again, this inertia, this we should only go to McDonald's because they're they're huge and they must have by far the superior product, right? Of course not. 
No, there it's 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 not about service. We all have our horror stories with some with with large companies, but we always have these great stories about small companies. And I'm not saying we're small. I'm saying compared to the the oligarchs of, of the industry, it's like saying that the only place you can get lumber is Lowe's and Home Depot and Ace Hardware's over here. Like, excuse me, you know, <laughs> we're we're here too. And and it just blows my mind. But the the thing that we're trying to do here is is raise awareness, for lack of a better term. That uh, Mike, tell me about you know, specialty prices. They just keep going up and up and up. And that's what the brokers and 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 PBMs have normalized this this increase when actually it can not only plateau but actually decrease. I mean, how do we get to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think again, people are, are are focused on the wrong thing. I mean, they're they're focused on price, and, and which they think equals utilization. I think if you focus on that, uh, based on your current agreements with your PBMs, you're going to continue to struggle and, and not manage you know, these overall uh, uh, pricing components that are, you know we're seeing increases at. You know, I, I think what we need to do is really start addressing obviously the price because. You know, the AWP, particularly on especially pharmacy spend, uh, the spread still exists. I mean, you know, real examples with real clients with, with our employer groups and TPAs that, you know, Kyle, you know, uh, big box PBM offers a hemophilia you know, AWP discount of, of a 21, uh, but we can offer an AWP minus 35. And we have CFOs looking at us, how, you know, how is that possible that there's a 14 you know, point spread differential and we're still making money? Right, uh, not crazy money like the, like the other ones, but that's the spread and just AWP alone that they're making. Besides keeping maybe between forty one to sixty six percent of the rebate um, components that they may keep, not passing that through versus copay uh, accumulator programs and, and other enhanced savings that they typically don't pass through, or at least not transparent about uh, when they manage that patient, that member for that employer group. So it sounds like you're not undercutting your competition. You're simply just not overcharging your clients. Exactly. The, you know, the, 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 the whole message is I'll make money. You know, if I can make a thousand dollars per member per month, I'm still paying bills and still making some money. Most big box PBMs don't even look at that unless they're making $20,000 or more per member per month. If they don't make that, they don't even look at it. They're, we know there's business they turned away because we're not making those margin thresholds on, on a book of business. I'll tell you that comment I know is upsetting a lot of people listening right now. If they heard that, they're like, I know, I know. Ah, and they're sitting spinning and turning and throwing things. And so if you're listening, don't throw anything. There are solutions out there. Talk to Mike. We'll get his contact information afterwards. And he's also a great therapist as well. He, you know, sorry. but no, there's, there's this, and the service is key as well. You know, cause I always say, one reason why I was, I was gravitated towards Acela was, yes, they do give me the good price on a medication. And that's fantastic. We all we can't ignore it. And 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 like I said, we're all capitalists. We all want to make money. We're just not overcharging our, our, our clients. That's what we're doing. But you had said something. Not only do we give you a good price on the medication, we give you a good price on the correct medication. And that's extremely important to not only me, but to my family, who's all pharmacists and drug dealers, legal drug dealers, because we I've seen case studies and examples that we've had here in APRO where the price was amazing. I had a great price on Duexis. It was awesome. And it was $1,000 less. And then you really look at the, at the ingredients that, you know, they were paying $2,000 instead of $3,000 for Pepsid and Advil. 
but that's what that we gravitated towards the seller because they we saw eye to eye and and i followed mike uh you know for the last four or five years um you know we and we we knew about a seller you know through mike and mike's been you know great to us uh, very loyal and and once we were introduced to all things Acela, you know, we we jumped on board and and we have our first client. We've only been here live what a couple of weeks and we had onboarding calls yesterday and we look forward to bringing our entire book of business to Acela uh, as soon as we as soon as we can. And then, and of course, all new business uh, to Acela as well. And, and not because, you know, because, you know, just because Mike's a great guy and, you know, and he, and he's a football player and all things like that, but because we know that we will have gain more business and retain more business as a PBM with a seller than without. And we, and we looked around, Mike knows that it was a frustrating process. We looked around and what it came back to it was I'm taking the leap. I'm hearing what I need to hear. I'm seeing what I need to see. It's not a story. It's not a game. It wasn't salesy. It was, look, here's the dollars. Here's what we can do. Here's what we can do for you. Here's what we can enhance. And it enhances everything for these companies that we currently represent and the things we put together for uh, some of our existing um, uh, prospects and a, and a large hospital group we have in our area. It's going to be a wild success. And we're going to have to have another podcast, you know, with all these 10, 15 clients that we're going to bring on here in the next 12, 18 months, you know, probably 50, 60, 70,000 lives. And we need to hear from those CFOs and those CEOs and those decision makers to see what, what the APRO Acela partnership has done for them. Yeah. And Cal, you bring up a good point. I think the biggest thing with our partnership, what, you know, what brought me even to, you know, pushing our, our partnership forward is, you know, there's two business functions in this world of, you know, managing, you know, cost and, and the pharmacy benefit. Uh, and you said this in, in a recent meeting with me that really caught me uh, in regards to how we look at things. You know, th there's that financial bucket and then we can't lose sight of that quality of component. And I, I think even, you know, we talk about quality, patient engagement, making sure that outreach, that holding of the hand is going to be there first, besides obviously addressing the price uh, of services, products, whatever that may be. But, you know, the first comes that member, that, that client, right? And, and that quality of service, making sure we're putting the right clinical programs in place. We're doing risk gratification, what's going on with that member, where they're receiving their meds. I mean, a, a great example is taking a book of business, even from, you know, small books of business. It could be a 20-person employer group. You know, these big box PBMs wouldn't even look at that size. I mean, there was one book of business that we addressed that had, Five, uh, five MS patients, multiple sclerosis, they were traveling in uh, an hour plus in where they were geographically located into the hospital to be infused because the PBM relationship, that hospital, uh, what they had going on there contractually was more incentivizing to manage it that way. When we took over and carved that book of business out, we actually serviced those members, steered them to the home, and not kidding you, shaved off $15,000 per member per month or more uh, on those bills, just from moving a site of care program, moving that patient from the outpatient infusion of an MS drug to their own home and getting a nurse out there to be comfortable enough to be infused in a home in their own setting, and they don't have to travel an hour plus in to a hospital outpatient facility. Those are the things that matter nowadays that it's almost what I love working with you and your team, uh, with our team, is we just don't sell the Excella Health or Afro commercial. It's almost we put our consultative hats on first based on the amounts of experience. I have 22 years. 
you're you're in the same boat. Twenty five, uh, you know, Gia has thirty. So there's numerous, uh, you know, executives and team members that have a prolific experience. So we actually put in our consultant of hats on. So we, when we start managing a client onboarding or look at a certain, you know, shock claim of a of million dollars, we don't address it from our commercial standpoint. We say, how can we help? How can we drive that down that cost? How can we arm our client with enough information that maybe they even go back to their current PBM and, and fight against it? Besides even service, letting us service it. So that's what I think I appreciate about our partnership is, we kind of do that in a way that it's not about APRO Excel help. It's about our clients and arming them enough to understand what's going on and arming them with the right information with the right time so they understand the impact of that cost besides that quality of service that they're going to get. And that's what employers need to know is, you know, the old joke is, you know, hey, we can reduce costs. We're not covering anything. <laughs> but that's 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 not how we solve the problem. And, and again, I will, I will beat it to the end of the earth is that Sela with APRO makes us better. So if you're an employer out there, knowing we're going to, we're leading with the Sela, you know, uh, not that, you know, the name, but I'm saying the services, because uh, basically now a Sela is APRO, APRO is a Sela, not a merger, but I'm saying a, a partnership and, and the numbers don't lie. The anecdotal stories don't lie. Uh, everyone has their problem patients. And, and, and people talk about a lot of $15,000, you know, that's not a lot of money. Bull crap. That's a ton of money for most companies in this country. It, it's, it could be, that's life-changing money for most people in this country. And that's what these big PBMs don't understand. They're like, ah, you know, just let, you know, the brokers handle Let We don't even want to deal with that. But there are a lot more companies that can, you know, that think $15,000 is a lot of money than, than that don't. So we service those smaller companies, you know, you know, one employee to, to a thousand is our sweet spot. And we have, we have hundreds and hundreds of clients that size. Yes. We like the big accounts and those are great. And we, it's nice to celebrate them and we use them for, for additional sales, but we, we use those big names to continue to get the smaller groups. And, and because they're, they're just like everyone else, they have illnesses just like everyone else. And it needs to be managed with the pharmacy benefit manager. Unfortunately, so much, mismanagement or lack lack of management um, uh, goes on in in the PBM space it, it's it, it's frankly diabolical and and it, it wastes money and it doesn't make people healthier and in a way you could even say we're saving lives I don't have any metrics for that but that's just how I feel about it but at least we're saving companies because that fifteen fifteen thousand dollars gets that loan paid off then they can go reinvest it allows them to hire another full-time employee it allows them to get that extra piece of CNC equipment it allows them to do whatever they want because it's their money Mike how else are we saving clients money there's lots of ways that with through a seller we're, we're saving clients money maybe we could just dip our toe in just a little bit, maybe on some rebates. Not that we chase rebates. Again, we want them to have the correct medication. We're not going to say, fill this because there's a big rebate and I'm going to make all my money. And you see like the thing in the background with all the money, they got to catch it in the cage. That's how I think of big PBMs with rebates. There's a lot of rebates out there. And also I want, I'll segue into the cost of things. For rebates and, and for any type of pricing, are our clients allowed to see that pricing? Or is that hidden like the other guys? 
Absolutely. I mean, I, I think that's the biggest, you know, you know, visibility, you know, I, I hate the word transparency because I think transparency, PBMs have been trying to be transparent for decades. It's just now a sexier word they're using saying, you know, we're a transparent battle. Uh, you know, I, I think well, these transparency for analgesic creams out here right. in the farms. You know, I think Gee. what we're doing is gain, gaining additional visibility into the claim. I mean, that's about what's your drug reimbursement on a product level. I mean, most of these big box, you know, large health plans, PBM owned systems won't even give a client at employer group or TPA what their AWP per a product drug level is. They won't even show it. It's all a baked in model. They won't even give it to the state of Ohio's attorney general right now. All right. That's that's what that's that. How is that even legal? I think it's going to go well, at least to the state Supreme Court and maybe even higher because that's not a Republican Democrat thing. It's a receipt. We want to know what we're buying as taxpayers. More importantly, we want to know what we're buying as employers. What other industry does not give you a receipt for what you purchased on a purchase order? None. You'd lose your mind. I get a receipt when I go to Kroger. And and on the receipts, what I got on rebates, it's also a line item each and what discounts I got. I'm asking for the same thing in the PBM industry. Are you saying a seller gives us this? You know what we should give you? All right. But you, know, you, you and I, particularly with this partnership, we're, we're the we're the greeter in Costco when people are coming out with a receipt, making sure everything's checked off in an appropriate way. You got what you needed. Uh, you have the discounts there from being a member, and and you you get a price discount with that. And, and again, we're we're showing all that visibility on. What's your AWP for a product level discount? What's your rebate pass through? What's the copay max savings? And even additionally, what's nice about our partnership where Excel Health offers other enhanced savings programs. Again, alternative funding programs. We're launching an alternative payment model for these gene and cell therapies coming out. So again, you, know, you don't have to go to 10 different vendors for all these additional cost modalities that you know, we as, as a partnership now provide to employer groups and TPAs and health plans. It's a one-stop shop component of a carve-out that it, it's a you know peace of mind that's out there in the market right now. And that's what people got to wake up to. Yeah, just that they have options. Everybody thinks that there's just no options. They think that that's just the way it is. And I just got to deal with it and bend over and take it up the tailpipe. But no, that's that's there's there's so many great things out there that PBMs like us do that that we partner with you that allows us to do. Some of our clients we weren't able to 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 get granular data on things, and we we drop those vendors, and and we just know that this is going to be be amazing because people want to know the numbers. People want to know the numbers. I mean, just again, I always just I laugh about it. Imagine getting your credit card statement and it says one million dollars, and then it said pay it. You know, well, what I buy. Don't worry about it. You know, you bought these. You know, what was the price on it? I don't care. Who cares? I'm pretty sure a bunch of apples and a bunch of bananas don't cost, you know, $600,000. But you know what? That's what we're told to literally do in this industry. And if you argue about it, they try to take you to court, i.e. Ohio. Hey, anybody from Ohio out there, like in the politics, anybody or state local reps, you listen to this, call me, call Mike. We can tell you how it's supposed to work. Matter of fact, Ohio State of Ohio should be using sell a health at some level, at all levels, at every level. You know why? Because they're not going to take $224 million from you and then pay the fine of $3 million and go, well, sorry, we'll pay it. Of course, not a problem. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like robbing someone's house and giving them back to the television and thinking it's fair. No, I still got the jewelry, the dresser and uh, the, the, the kid's dog. 
you know, but don't, uh, you know, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get the TV back. And that's what I know. That's why when we partnered with, with Mike and we vetted out Mike and his company, we knew they wouldn't do that to us. And we knew they wouldn't do that to our, our companies. So employers out there, think about what your, what you, your problems are right now in the pharmacy space. You know, look at those bills. Can you reconcile those bills? Do you know what your rebates are supposed to be? You probably not. But if, and if it's anything over $5,000 or if you haven't looked at something in over a year, you need to talk to us. You can just give us a shot. You know, we got to be cheaper. We got to be better. You got to trust us. But I'm telling you, get the numbers. I don't care if you take our numbers and, and go to a different PBM. But guess what? You'll have the answers. Answers is everything. Mike is the answer. He's answered all my hopes and dreams on for everything. But that's a lot different story, different day. But uh, but not what I'm telling you. It's it's there are so many things that we can do in this industry together, you know, with APRO and Acela, and we are doing it. We're moving again. Like I said, we're moving our clients over. If anybody listening out there, give us a call. You've got to give us a call. Um, give us a shot. What we need basically is claims data. You know, give me a, or or maybe not even claims data. Maybe you have that one claim. You got one claim that's just killing you. It's a million dollars. Have Mike look at it. Say if it's a million dollars, can he get that down to eight hundred thousand? Let's say the patient's still got to take it. Well, there's two hundred thousand dollars being left on the table. You got to do it. That's that. You got to do it because then we can reinvest that money. Imagine if we could do that with one drug. Imagine what we could do with the whole plan. Imagine what we could do on the medical side of things with all your specialty. Just imagine what the type of money's out there where we can do work on magic with one drug. One of our cases we worked on, one drug, one patient, one fill was $500,000 in savings. $500,000 from a, a, a university here in, in, in the state of Ohio. I can't tell you the name, but $500,000. And that wasn't using the cell. That was simply moving it from medical to pharmacy. And then the next phase is now what can we do when we take that in the now we have control of it and sending it to our partners at Acela. I almost guarantee it's going to be another, you know, 10% from there, but I'm, I'm low balling, but I'm telling you, I think it's going to be amazing. Mike, anything else to add? I mean, I, that's, that's pretty much the book, what I wanted to talk to you about, but anything else you want to throw in there that uh, will uh, get people yeah, thinking? I, I think the last segment, I, I don't want people to get caught up not, not only in price and quality of service, but, a lot of PBMs uh, nowadays are also selling this clinical management oversight programs, right? You know, to me, there's still a lot of smoke and mirrors around that. What they, what, what they're truly doing is they're taking these high cost, I call them shock claims, rare ultra orphan drugs, like a hemophilia claim, and, and really spinning it to their traditional mail order, you know, uh, format, right? They're really not putting that high touch engagement you know, risk gratification, clinical management program needed for these type of therapies. And a great point to that one claim, we have one employer group, a 30-person employer group, had a one hemophilia claim costing them $1.2 million. One patient. We got that. We found out that the large PBM specialty pharmacy was auto-shipping, not calling the patient, letting the patient order two days before he is out of, uh, out of product, and incurring costs of over you know, an average of $950,000. We shaved off over $300,000 just on procurement, inventory management loan, how he was ordering and how would we uh, not auto ship 
month after month after month. We actually would call the patient before his next shipment the next month to make sure what was his inventory at and how much product did he have. That alone, that oversight of quality management of the clinical program shaved off over $300,000 alone. Not even talking about discounts and rebates and everything else. Huge cost saving to that one employer claim. You hear that at Stop Loss Carriers? Stop Loss Carriers, if you're out there, you listen to that. How many spec ad claims are you still going to pay out with by with not being able to control it? I'll tell you, get a hold of us. Make sure your TPAs that you're giving rates to are using us. Give them better rates for using us. And it's a win-win for everybody. If patient gets healthier. People get drawn to you. TPAs will come to you. Stop loss carriers, third-party administrators, other PBMs. Listen to Mike. I want to be like Mike. All right. I know it's probably a Nike thing or Air Jordan thing. So I, got, I don't know if I have to preface that, but I want to be like Mike. All right. Cause at least, at least we're using Mike. We're using a cell L. And again, our company is Apro RX. And it's, and say it right. It's not a pro. It's not a prox. It's Apro RX. Let me know what that means. That's short for appropriate prescription. And Mike's the guy getting us that appropriate prescription at that appropriate price. Again, Apro RX, that's shout out to my dad. So um, was he the branding awesome? No. Probably, probably not, but uh, God, I love him. And at least we're first in the phone book on PBMs. So anyway, Mike, I really appreciate you being on today. Um, I think I learned a lot. Uh, I thought I knew everything about you guys. Now I know even more. And let's let's get this pound the pavement here. If you're out there listening, call Mike. We'll have our contact information out there. Get us on LinkedIn. Get us on Facebook. You know, follow a Twitter account. Um, you know, whatever, whatever social media is out there, we're out there as well. And give us a call. And I'm sure we have the solutions for you. At least start the conversation. Okay, thank you. Again, I think it's a great opportunity. We're excited. I think what we offer in the market now is not only a PBM solution with the AppleRx partnership, uh, but bringing together a specialty pharmacy medical benefit and PBM component to employer groups, TPAs, and health plans. That's what's out there now. And people need to wake up and know there's a solution in there uh, away from the uh, typical PBM model. Amen, brother. Amen. Let's get her done. All right, Todd, take her away. That was awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Mike, for being our guest. We'll have to invite you back for uh, specialty pharmacy discussions as that market is still in explosion mode and uh, biosimilars that are coming out are going to have a shift in marketplace, which is, by the way, new opportunities for pharmacists out there digging down into specialties. We see pharmacogenomic uh, pharmacists coming about. We see people diving into specialty disease states. So, Mike, uh, we got to have you back on, on several other topics. Thank you. You are listening to more on PBMs with the one and only Kyle Fields, the CEO of APRO, as in the appropriate prescription, APRO RX. And we always thank you for listening uh, to the Pharmacy Podcast.